Well, President Cyril Ramaphosa will today announce the effective date for the implementation of the national minimum wage. It's set at 20 rand an hour or 3,500 rand per month for a 40-hour work week. It has been welcomed by many as important progress in improving the conditions of the working poor, but it's also been criticized by others and uh, been termed as slave wages. Now, first take question today. Do you think it is possible to live on 3,000? 500 rand a month would you be able to live on 3.5k a month send us your views sms's to 40938 and sms's are charged at 1 rand 50 also send us a whatsapp voice note you can keep those to about 30 seconds that number 0826923909 and you can also post your comments on twitter uh, on first take sa on safm and you can use the hashtag first take sa and Sticking with that story now, uh, we speak to the South African Federation of Trade Unions. We're joined on the line by its General Secretary, Zuelan Zimavavi. A very good morning to you, Zuelan Zima. Thank you so much for joining us here on First Take SA. You once described the agreed, uh, the agreed upon minimum wage as being far below what anyone should live on. What is your proposed national minimum wage? Good morning. Good morning to you, Julian. And good morning to everybody that is listening this time. And it will be very interesting to hear what your people are saying in terms of who can live on the 3,500. We believe that no one can and no one should be uh, forced into living that. We believe that it is scandalous that 24 years into democracy, we still have 60% of workers living below even that 20 rand an hour, whilst others are celebrating this as a progress, we don't. We don't believe at all in the theory of a half a loaf is better than none. Now, coming back to your question as to what uh, we believe is a minimum, minimum requirement. Firstly, workers have uh, gone into strikes everywhere in the country calling for an introduction of 12,500 rand as a minimum wage. They died in Maritana, so that figures very, very emotional to them. But uh, if you look at every other uh, institution that has spoken about what is the poverty line in, the, in South Africa, from the Treasury to the Statistics South Africa and uh, to the uh, research institutions, to the universities, and quite clearly that uh, anybody who lives on less than 5,500 rands uh, is living way below the poverty line. And in fact, uh, the institution of, uh, called IISP has done a research recently that shows that most people say that they can barely survive on the 7,400 rands a month. We're not even talking about those figures. Mm. So, that's enough 20 rands. Zuelan Zima, so what is SAFTU then proposing? Uh, is SAFTU saying 7,000 or 5,500? SAFTU is calling for an introduction of a living wage, a minimum living wage of 12,500 that the Maricana Matayas were killed for. But then we prepare to talk. We can talk and uh, 
but we certainly will never ever allow something that will be less than the national minimum living level, mm. which is around 5,500 at this moment. All right. Now, Kasatu earlier said that it wasn't sure why SAFTU would strike over something that's going to benefit 46, rather benefit 46% of South African workers. We also had Fedusa um, that called the strike a self-serving story. Do you at least concede that the current minimum wage is a starting point for better wages for all workers? It's not even something significant to be celebrated. By the way, Kosatu's own mandate which it was given to them whilst it was still a united organization before it was captured by the Zuma and now the Ramaphosa administration that are driving neoliberal programs down the throat of workers, had demanded that they shouldn't accept anything below the minimum living level. They've accepted something way below their own mandate. Mm. Their own members are disgusted by their LATs deciding in order to please uh, the ANC government, in order to help uh, hoodwink the workers into believing that they have been liberated when they are still trapped in poverty and when the structure of apartheid and colonial era are being maintained. And uh, they should be speaking to why they have abandoned their own Mm. mandate. They will say it was a, a moment of give and take in negotiations. The question is, what did the CEOs give? Currently, the CEOs uh, in the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, uh, at least the first 100 listed companies, are earning 17.9 million rands a year. Well, that was Zuelen Zima Vavi joining us on that question of the national minimum wave, uh, wage. rather. Safdu saying that they're calling for at least 5,500. Now, for more on the story, we're also joined on the line by the chairperson of the advisory panel on the national minimum wage and dean of the Faculty of Commerce, Law and Management at Wits University, Professor Imran Valodia. A very good morning to you, Professor. First off, uh, do you think that the national minimum wage constitutes a living wage? Uh, hi, good morning, Julian. Um, um, I mean, the, the number of three and a half thousand is below um, all of the uh, uh, kind, of, uh, kind of research on uh, what a household needs to survive. But I think there's two fundamental uh, um, misunderstandings. The, the first is that no one is saying that anyone should earn three and a half thousand. What is being said is that no one should earn less than three and a half thousand. And I think that is a, 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 a that is a really really important point. The second uh, 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 kind of issue is that one should not confuse the earning of one worker and the uh, uh, the uh, kind of indications of, of what is required for a household to live. So all of the um, minimum uh, living levels, uh, poverty lines, etc., are uh, kind of indicators of what is required uh, by, uh, uh, by uh, what is required uh, by an entire household 
to length. All right. Uh, Prof, once um, the, the effective date, is, Prof, sorry to interrupt you, once the effective date has been announced by President Ramaphosa, uh, very briefly, what should the first uh, steps be taken by both an employer and an employee in order to ensure compliance? Well, I think compliance is a really uh, kind of important issue. I think the Department of Labor has put in lots of resources uh, to ensure that there's, uh, that there's compliance. But the most effective form of compliance is for the public to accept this new wage um, um, and for the workers themselves to enforce it. Do I understand correctly that there are exceptions to the national minimum wage, uh, certain groups of workers that will have a longer phase into the new national minimum wage, such as domestic workers and farm workers? Yes, uh, that is right. So the problem uh, when you're dealing with this issue is that you don't want to hurt precisely the workers that you're trying to help. So uh, kind of presently, uh, 90% and about 85% respectively of domestics and farm workers uh, earn less than 3500 If you make this adjustment in one fell swoop, you will uh, kind of have the impact of losing jobs. Uh, so in those two in those two sectors, the uh, kind of adjustment is over two or three years. All right, and then just very briefly before we take the news headlines in about thirty seconds, um, Cyril Ramaphosa was quoted as saying that the national minimum wage is like a great hill that we have climbed, but we dare not linger because there are still many more hills to climb. When are you planning to climb the next hills? All right, we seem to have lost him on the line, but that was the chairperson of the advisory panel on the national minimum wage and current dean of the Faculty of Commerce, Law and Management at Fitz University, Professor Imran Valodia.